The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi portfolio managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Welcome to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio. It is Saturday morning. Well, it's not. It's actually Thursday morning. Jack and I, of course, are uh, remotely broadcasting to you this Saturday. Uh, oh, my goodness me, what a week it has been. I have not witnessed such volatility, perhaps ever in my career, I have to say, uh, on Bay Street, uh, which now extends just under 20 years. But uh, even as an investor and a keen eye to the stock market as a young lad, recalling 1987, uh, just remarkable. And if you want my opinion, this, this environment is one where you have basically five balls in the air or five uh, different storms to create this, this incredible storm. It the velocity of the crash reminds me of 87. The shutdown of the economy reminds me of 9-11. Of course, we have a pandemic, uh, which reminds me of SARS. And you have a, uh, a, a Bay Street and Wall Street, uh, so reminiscent of 2008 with the long heads and uh, the dreary eyes. It's, it's an incredible environment. Uh, oh, I forgot about oil. We also have oil. Um, trading in, in, in the depths of it all. So there's an oil crisis, there is a economic crisis, there is a pandemic, there's a financial crisis. It, it, it's just unbelievable. And it is so hard to see over the valley. But uh, I, I do believe mankind uh, will get through this. And certainly Jack and I, of course, are always here to help guide each and every one of you. Uh, and I'm sure we'll say a few silly things uh, on this show this week, because no matter what we say, we tend, to, we tend to, in this environment, be proven wrong very quickly. The news is changing so rapidly, the, the theme is changing so rapidly, the data is changing so rapidly, to keep on top of it is just so stressful for each and every one of us. I guess there's a positive outcome on all this, and the positive outcome is Mother Nature is uh, a little greener these days, and I do think we are spending a little bit more time with family, uh, which I think is a very, very important thing. We've, we've been forced to slow it down. I also have to think coming out of this, uh, the healthcare system is going to be stronger and, and tweaked to the good. Uh, America is going to get health care for all by the looks of it. Uh, and governments around the world are just rushing to the rescue. Uh, short term, we're not seeing a positive effect, but uh, there, is, there is a word in economics, it's called lag. And the lag means the time after you implement a solution to the results from that implementation. Uh, oh, it's dark out there. It's so hard to see over the valley, but we have to see over the valley, my good friends. Let's get Jack in. Of course, Jack also is, is working uh, out of studio to keep us all safe. Uh, Jack, uh, just to help us with our first segment here, uh, what do you see? What are you feeling? Uh, what's the good and the bad news? I think I'm seeing a lot of the same stuff that everyone else is seeing. Like uh, you said, Wolf, the uh, the news is very negative right now. All the news is very negative uh, surrounding cor- uh, coronavirus, also surrounding, obviously, the oil crash that we had. Um, that affects us as Canadians, obviously. The oil crash directly with us being a uh, out in Alberta. They were already in trouble just with some of the, the government policies that we had, uh, not being able to export our oil out of Canada. And now the uh, the Saudis and, and uh, the Russians not being able to agree on a cut has uh, certainly uh, exasperated the problem out west in Alberta and uh, the loonie you're seeing levels that you haven't seen in four years the uh, the loonie is trading as I speak right now uh, just 
below 69 cents. So it's had a heck of a move. We are a, a commodity currency. Uh, and when you have a global slowdown, which we do have right now because of the coronavirus, you would expect just what you're seeing, the, the U.S. dollar to strengthen, the Canadian dollar to weaken, um, because our commodity currency is just that, a commodity currency. And the U.S. dollar is the, uh, the global safe haven, um, the global safe haven buck. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. I am Wolfgang Klein. It's the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're hand-holding you and our clients and anyone who wants some help. Uh, a lot of mistakes can be made in this environment. Trust me, I'm going to make a whole lot myself, um, but better a pro than a uh, newbie making those mistakes because uh, hopefully the pro can somewhat uh, skate back on side. It's treacherous, it's treacherous out there, my good friends. It is treacherous. Uh, and as I said, uh, we will get through this. Uh, it is perhaps the great pause. Uh, it's a new line that Jack threw at me this morning I really like. We had the Great Depression. Of course, that was 29. We had the Great Recession. That was 2008. Perhaps we have the Great Economic Pause uh, in the year 2020. Speaking of which, um, oh, round years, start of a new decade. Uh, history tells us, and I should pay a little more attention to history, although I do, and I don't like to trade off of one historical fact, but uh, it's amazing how new decades bring in new beginnings, and they often start quite dark. Uh, Y2K was a big fear that led to the tech wreck, and of course you had the uh, uh, contagion in 98 that led up to that tech wreck. You had 2008 that led to 2010. That was interesting. And of course, here we are at 2020. Oh, by the way, the NASDAQ peak was in March of 2000. March of 2020, the market began to roll over. Ooh, the, uh, the overlays of history are quite daunting. Uh, again, long-term process, long-term strategy is what matters most. Uh, getting through the noise is very difficult, uh, but it uh, is prudent to do that in a very steady manner. I am Wolfgang Klein. This is Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Jack Hartle, my partner, portfolio manager as well. We're here for you. Uh, please stay tuned. More show right after this. Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio. I am Wolfgang Klein, your host, portfolio manager, manager of money. A little less today, unfortunately. It's par for the course. Uh, this is a money show, my good friends, and uh, I know you're worried. I know you're concerned. Um, we're here to help you uh, relieve some of that concern, looking for some green shoots. Also trying to deal with the uh, the challenge at hand, the task at hand, the crises at hand, and uh, it, it's a doozy. Uh, it's an absolute doozy. And how we get through this? Uh, well, I guess time is the, um, is, is the ultimate uh, recipe for it. And, of course, uh, listening to and uh, adhering to uh, government guidelines. Uh, they do uh, have our best interests at heart, and uh, we know what we have to do. We need to uh, social distance. We need to wash our hands. Uh, any signs of uh, illness, 
uh, self-isolate. Uh, but we're connected. Uh, look, Jack and I are here doing a radio show, and uh, we're connected. We can do this stuff from home. We can do it remotely. It's amazing. Uh, thank goodness we have technology. And, you know, Jack's line all week has always been, uh, mankind has never been in a better position to deal with such crises. Uh, our technology is better this year than it was last year. Um, so uh, I do believe we will get through. But, you know, Jack, what really, really inspires me, I have to say what does inspire me, gives me a glimmer of hope into the soul of mankind is how we as a people are coming together globally, uh, individual, government, company, um, organization, churches, the schools, everyone is coming together uh, with, with, with a global challenge, a global enemy, and it's going to unite us, I do believe, and I do believe coming out of it, the unintended consequences, there will be some positive unintended consequences. Uh, we're going to get Brad Lamb on the show uh, later in the session, talk about the real estate market, and uh, he's a very seasoned business uh, gentleman, and it's always good to get his perspective on things. I spoke to him prior to the show, and um, uh, Brad does have concerns as well, as, as, as I think we all do. Um, and the question, of course, is the severity and duration uh, of the um, uh, mess that we are in right here, right now. And uh, that is the challenge. Uh, Jack, can you speak to that, uh, the severity and the duration? The, uh, you know, what's your common sense telling you? Um, well, like you said, uh, all people uh, globally were all affected by this. So uh, small businesses, we're talking to a lot of small business owners uh, that are stressed right now. And I think that they're working with their banks to, to deal with the situation. Uh, the banks uh, have indicated as well that they're willing to obviously work with uh, anyone that has a mortgage, any of the big six banks. So uh, through the, the uh, big six bank channel, you can get some uh, relief there as well, uh, depending on, uh, you know, if your income is disrupted. And um, obviously, it's a case by case basis. But the, like you said, everyone is coming together. Um, I do expect that over time, uh, and that's the key component, we talk about all these crises. We talk about the Great Depression. We talk about the last decade of the 70s, Black Monday of 1987, the dot-com 2000s, the great financial crisis where the, the financial system was actually broken there. Uh, and then the coronavirus here as well, which is obviously the uh, the, the common factor or the, uh, the catalyst for the, the crisis that we find ourselves in right now. The one commonality amongst all of those uh, financial crises is to get out of them, you need time. So I expect that in time, we will be just fine. Uh, business will get back to usual. We, we've been talking in our um, in our office here. Uh, you know, in the next in the next month or so, I'm going to have to go and get my hair cut. I had to stop. Uh, I had to cancel a dental appointment this week. Um, so I'm going to, as soon as things are back up and running, I'm going to see my dentist to get a good cleaning and all that good stuff. So, um, uh, without question, um, business, travel, and healthcare are going to change because of this crisis. Um, some of the things are going to change for the better, and um, you just have extreme uh, when you have extreme levels like we're seeing right now and and people change their habits um, they come in and they actually realize that some of these habits um, that I had previously maybe I can actually do them a better way through technology I'll give you an example uh, my my two children do piano lessons uh, and every Tuesday night we have to go over to the teachers uh, studio and go through all the lessons for the last two weeks we've actually been doing it uh, through uh, through um, Wi-Fi and connected with our Apple device. I actually like it better because the kids are still in the, uh, still in the house, still getting the same lesson, um, and it doesn't really disrupt our day as parents as much as actually having to go over to the studio. So it's actually through technology. I can see us actually continuing using our piano lessons uh, remotely.
Well, that's good to know. Jack can continue on with the family piano lessons. That makes me feel better. There's a little green shoot. Um, you know what I do have to wonder uh, is how many, uh, not, 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 not if, but how many businesses uh, do ultimately go bankrupt uh, in uh, this environment. Um, and again, I'm looking at some stocks that we own. We, you know, we own Air Canada. Not much of it, but we own a little bit of Air Canada. And, you know, the clients say, gee, why in the world would you buy Air Canada? Well, we only have one major airline in Canada. Uh, two, the balance sheet uh, has been significantly cleaned up. Three, the stock had a nice pullback uh, in this environment. Um, and as such, uh, we, we put on a small position on the stock. Of course, the stock went lower, and we were subsequently wrong. Uh, I do have to wonder if that airline is going to eventually work its way to zero, the stock itself. Uh, grounding of planes. Uh, I do got a call out to our analyst, Doug Taylor, uh, to dig deeper into the story. Uh, they do have a big fat balance sheet, according to the work that you've done recently, Jack, some, what you said, about $7 billion balance sheet, access to credit. But those planes are expensive, and you ground those planes, and it costs money. Uh, the good news is uh, interest rates are virtually zero. Uh, it does remain the conundrum. The, the, the group of individuals I feel most concerned for, obviously the elderly, but I'm finding the greatest amount of stress by individuals entering retirement or just recently entering retirement and to seeing their net worth, Canadian dollar included, um, implode in a matter of 30 days. And again, nothing has been immune from this. The Canadian dollar is down about 10% in three weeks. And of course, if nothing else, if people travel to Florida later date, uh, they'll they'll see the impact of a weaker Canadian dollar. Uh, People have properties in the United States. They have to service that property, pay the the taxes, pay the insurance, uh, pay the utilities with a U.S. dollar. So that will be a little bit uh, onerous for them to uh, accept. Um, but uh, again, always sweep it through the names that we own, Jack. Always have to uh, reassess each and every story. Uh, you know, I think our Microsoft and our Apple uh, and our U.S. financial are going to be fine. Um, but uh, certainly um, some of our smaller names uh, are going to come under a little bit of additional stress. And we'll have to see, of course, how we can muster our way through this. Um we are listening to High Right Radio. I am Wolfgang Klein, a remote broadcast. Uh, always a first time for everything. I uh, hope uh, we sound okay to you. We're trying our best to continue to hold your hand during this very, very difficult time for each and every one of us on the planet. Um, we're here for you. If you have any questions, you can always visit our website, WolfgangKlein.com. We're very responsive to you, the listener, uh, because this show is a show for you. Uh, we will be right back after this break. Uh, Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It is Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I hope your week is off to a good start. Uh, if you're self-isolating, well, it's a continuum. That has to take place, I guess, for what, 14 days. And we're all getting back to basics. We're getting back to hanging out with our family a little more. Not a bad thing, uh, I hope. Uh, we're going to get through this, my good friends. And Jack and I, of course, uh, portfolio managers are here to help you. Uh, we won't get everything right. No one does. But trust me, uh, a steady hand is what we need right here, right now. Um, we just did a conference call with our clients during the week. It's something we do for our clients, especially during difficult times, we communicate with them, uh, let them know that we're here for them, share with them our plan, our strategy, 
So uh, clients of, of the Wolf on Bay Street uh, participate in a very high-level conference calls. And as we're doing today's broadcast remotely, I figure we'd try our best to do a virtual conference call with you, the listener. Um, we do have a slide deck. We're going to do our best to put it up on the website. Uh, it may be up there as the show is airing uh, on WolfgangKlein.com. Visit the website. It's a great website. Hopefully, we can get a link up to a slide deck for you as we speak. Uh, again, today is Thursday. We are pre-recording this show. And we're being socially responsible by distancing ourselves from uh, Sugar Beach, although I need a beach. I'm looking for some sand and a shovel. I really would like to bury my head in that a couple of years. Oh, if I could. I really wish I could, but I can't. Nope, this is when the world needs me in finance, and that's the problem with this type of a job. Um, I do want to uh, speak to a piece that our, key, our chief strategist, Tony Dwyer, um, penned a couple of days ago in speaking about panics and looking to panics to see how we as a people and how markets react during such crises. This crisis that we are experiencing from a stock market perspective, the velocity and depth of the correction that we witnessed in some three weeks has taken, what, Jack, the TSX and the S&P down how much so far on the year? Uh, the S&P 500, I believe, is down, as we speak, about 25%, and the TSX is down just a bit more than that, almost 30 I think. 30%, yeah. On the year, yeah. So, on the, honestly, Wolf, it depends on the day you ask me because it, uh, it, it changes so much on a daily basis. Oh, it's, it's incredible. The, the market swings of 1,000 points on the Dow a day, 2,000 points on the Dow a day. This is fourth and fifth standard standard deviation stuff from the mean. When I, the market, you know, Howard Marks is a wonderful author out there, Howard Marks, and him, he has a couple of great books. Um, the most important thing is one of my favorite books, but he constantly refers to asset prices. And I don't care what asset you're talking about, oil, the Canadian dollar, the U.S. dollar, Bitcoin, gold, yes, houses, condos, stocks, bonds. Every single asset class never sells or rarely sells for fair value. It sells for excessive cheap or excessive expensive. For example, the U.S. banks have been excessively cheap for some time. Gold in 1990 at $250 an ounce was excessively cheap. It has to stay cheap until a slight catalyst, a fractal occurrence takes place and pushes it the other way to the opposite extreme. When you go through a panic period, the market pukes stock, it pukes asset prices to the point of extreme cheapness. Uh, so you have the panic phase. There's three key phases to a panic, and referring back to 1987, um, the panic phase uh, happened at the end of the initial crash, uh, exactly what happened in 87. Um, the market fell very, very hard, and it became exhausted. And then you have what was called a relief. Phase two, there's a relief, and it develops after the crash uh, with a violent, violent multi-week reflexive rally. So the pendulum went too far to the left. It starts to work its way to the right, a third of the way, a half of the way, and then phase three steps in, and it's called demoralization, where the pendulum doesn't get fully to fully valued, it stops and goes back to deeply oversold and it demoralizes people. At that point, you're at the bottom. And then it's blue sky, but no one's there to see it. So <laughs> this is a challenge that we're faced with right here, right now. Perhaps today is a relief day. The market's up a little bit. Perhaps we are able to string two in a row. Let's see the market prove me wrong. Again, today is Saturday. I'm recording on Thursday. Um, at some point, there will be a relief rally. And it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be violent. It'll be significant. And so if the market fell 10 uh, 10,000 Dow points, I would not be surprised to see a relief rally of three to 5,000 Dow 
points. The phase I'm most concerned with is demoralization, because that is when <laughs> guys like me are capable to capitulate. Jack, I'm going to lean on you at that point, pal. Well, that's what I'm here for, Wolf. Uh, and like you said, uh, I think the capitulation phase, and, and no one knows for sure, so we're just uh, talking through uh, history here, what we've seen in the past, and not to say that it's going to repeat, but it, it typically does rhyme. So uh, without question, we have experienced a panic phase, and we've seen uh, levels of extremes, especially in behavioral finance, that we haven't seen since 2008. So I've seen it once in my career. They don't happen that often, but you can certainly recognize uh, the signs when they're there. Uh, and clients, uh, unfortunately, do panic, and it is you know, one of the most important jobs that Wolfgang and I do is help clients through the process and look through the valley to get to the other side. Because like I said, I think time will resolve this. Um, and Wolfgang talked about the relief phase. So maybe that happens when the coronavirus news gets less worse. Because right now, honestly, uh, I can't see it getting much worse. Every news headline is terrible in terms of coronavirus. We understand the fact uh, in, in investing, we understand the fact of exponential growth. Uh, with this virus, we recognize the fact of exponential growth as well. So that's why we are um, practicing social distancing and respecting, obviously, uh, how deadly this virus truly is. Um, once that phase gets through, what I see in terms of the capitulation and uh, at the end is when we actually see uh, reverberations in the real economy, because we are on a, a pause right now. Business has shut down and we live in a leveraged economy. So uh, I would expect the real economy, we're talking to small business owners, they are stressed right now. We're talking to people that have mortgages, they are stressed as well. You're going to see uh, some unemployment, and it will come back when business does pick up as well. But this pause, when you're in a leveraged economy, there are going to be obviously some uh, people that uh, are over leveraged. And we've been talking about this for years on the show. You want to live within your means. You want to save. You want to invest. You want to save for a rainy day because you never know when it's going to come. But uh, the, the real economy uh, is going to be affected by this, and we're seeing it with small businesses and, and corporations. You are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. I'm Wolfgang Klein. We are on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. It's a remote broadcast, uh, social distancing, even on radio. Please stay tuned. Listen, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio, uh, social distancing even on radio. Wolfgang Klein, your host, uh, remote broadcast on Thursday. Show, of course, airing this morning, Saturday. Oh, welcome to the weekend. You need it. You deserve it. Uh, perhaps you've actually had the whole week off. Uh, more and more social distancing taking place. It is eerie out there, I must say. Uh, it is so reminiscent of 9-11, uh, coupled with the 87 crash, coupled with an oil crisis, coupled with the shutdown of the airlines. Uh, the news is dark, my good friends. Uh, but I do believe we're going to survive. We're going to get through this. There'll be some pain along the way. Um Something that's not priced moment to moment, second to second, is the real estate market. A little more opaque. It's just the way it is. Uh, and as such, we need to uh, check up on uh, is it holding in? How's real estate doing? I will say the Canadian dollar has been absolutely imploding. So my, my house in, in Toronto is, in my opinion, worth less money today uh, thanks to a weaker currency. Yes, I'm not going to move anywhere. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll become an expat one day. And if I do, it'll cost me. Uh, but that's uh, for a later date. Uh, I do want to uh, get Brad Lamb uh, on the line, uh, the guru of Toronto real estate south of Bloor. Uh, but uh, Brad, of course, also develops real estate right across the country. So uh, this man has a global perspective and a local perspective. Uh, Brad Lamb, uh, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to join us. But you're self-quarantining yourself, I understand, eh? 
Yeah, no, I went to Spain and, and Lisbon, uh, got back last Saturday. So I'm, I'm stuck at home until next Sunday. Well, I'm glad you make it home. Uh, you listen to our prime minister said it's time to come home. I thought that was funny. Well, you know, if you're abroad, we, it's time we, to come home. We were, we, we actually, we were supposed to come back on Wednesday, uh, just yesterday. Um, and, you know, I was getting a lot of uh, chirping from, you know, various people I know. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it, so we, we got a bit concerned about it, uh, you know. Uh, so we came back on Saturday, but on Tuesday we got a bit concerned about it. We started to try to find flights to get out, and it was actually – not that easy. We we managed to get it on a Saturday, and they 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 you know effectively uh, did a full quarantine in Spain on Monday. And if we if we hadn't got out on Saturday, we would still probably be stuck in Spain. Okay, Brett, I have to ask a question, buddy, because I I stood beside you. You're a big man. Uh, did you get first class, or were you stuck in economy? No, I got first class. Oh, you got first class. I I feel better for you, pal. Good for you. You deserve it. Uh, you must be under stress. You build condominiums. You you build tall buildings, and the world's shutting down. How do you feel, man? Tell us. Well, so we have two active construction sites in Toronto. Uh, one is is doing formwork, below grade, and and uh, the forming companies are desperate to to keep the sites open. Mm-hmm. So we are we are. Uh, uh, you know, the sites are, you know, the construction sites are naturally social, social distancing uh, situations anyways, because you don't have thousands of people, you have dozens of people, and they typically have their own tasks to do. So that, that's going fine. We have another site where we're doing finishing trades, and we're practicing the same thing. We're, we're, we're actually doing drywalling now on that site. But it's day-to-day, you know. Um, if there's someone that reports uh, being sick, then sites are shutting down, and that's that's a that's a very bad event for for this country. If the construction sites shut down, um, you know these these businesses that work on construction sites don't have margins like Apple. You know they're they're working on five or six percent, maybe eight percent margins. Most of the money comes back at the end of the project in a process called holdback, which is a ten percent amount of money that they get at the end of the project. That typically represents their profit. So they finance, they self-finance these things all the way to the end. And if they have to close down for two or three weeks, it is going to be a very bad situation for those those trades companies. And they don't want that. Uh, and we don't want that. That's not what we need. You well, you know, you don't want them going out of business because then when you build your next building, you will have one less trade to bid on your work, correct? Well, we also don't want them stopping building. Like we, we don't want, what we don't want is, we want everyone to first of all remain safe, uh, but we don't want the economy to grind to zero. If the economy grinds to zero, then we have a much bigger problem than this virus. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Uh, we are broadcasting remotely. Brad Lamb, uh, you all know him. He's that big, handsome man who builds tall buildings. And he also uh, is a condo king in the city. He has been for decades. Very, very knowledgeable, seasoned in this space. And he's a gutsy man to, to do what he has to do. Um, let's speak about, if we may, um, at the retail level, coronavirus, social yeah. gathering. It doesn't sound like the open house uh, spring is going to be off to a good start. How can you speak to that, Brad? What precautions are well, taking place? You, you know, interestingly enough, up until about a week ago, the market was absolutely on fire. It was setting records, all-time records, up mm-hmm. in 2016. Prices were rising. You know, the, 
stress tests are getting relief. There was an interest rate drop. Market was set up for a fabulous uh, spring for for us, not necessarily for buyers, but for sellers and realtors and developers. Um, that's all changed now. So, um, you know, the phone calls have fallen off. The trades are, are, are obviously not happening at the same pace. Listen, all commerce is going to is going to slow down for uh, two weeks to a month. Slow down to uh, zero, like at restaurants and bars, uh, and very low for us. We're not going to sell a lot of real estate over the next, um, you know, two weeks to a month. It feels very much like December two thousand eight, where we did no business. Correct. Um, and and I think it's obviously different than that time. But I think that if if the, sh- the longer the shutdown goes for, and we we don't, we are shut down, right? The whole country is effectively working on. Uh, life support and and so fumes. We're on fumes right now without question. That's right. So if the longer it goes on, uh, the worse it is for everybody. The good news about real estate for people who own real estate is, uh, you know, there's not much for sale. It's just, there's a very little amount of real estate for sale in Toronto. And, and so uh, I I think that uh, prices will probably hold pretty good, but it depends on how long it goes for. Right. So if this lasts a year, you know, we're, we're all in pretty serious trouble. If this lasts, when I say it lasts, I don't mean the virus. I mean the, the fact that people aren't working. If the fact mm-hmm. that people aren't working lasts for more than a month, uh, the effects will be worse for real estate. Uh, we'll have to see. But the good news is, is that uh, the population of the city is going to continue to grow. The demand for real estate, medium, long term, is continue to grow. So if there is some form of short-term change in prices and demand, it will be short term. Well, interest rates uh, falling certainly is fuel to your industry, and it is, it is a reprieve that uh, will certainly give you some support, i.e. financing, cash flow uh, has been made easier. Of course, people being concerned about their jobs, that stress level will elevate as the shutdown continues. Uh, you're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. Brad Lamb uh, is remotely dialed in, as has Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, host of the show. It is a money show. It's a show for you to help reduce some of that financial stress that uh, may be stewing on your mind this weekend as we get closer to one another, sort of, social distance, but closer to each other and closer to the media as well. And we have to be very, very careful because the bad stories is going to be exemplified and punctuated uh, as we speak. It can really scare you. Uh, it's doing that to me. And a steady hand is all that much more important. Uh, please remember a commercial break. Pay some bills around here. Yes, advertisers continue to promote their brands as they should. And they will be the more successful brands coming out of this crisis that we're in. We're here for you. Crisis management on Hi-Fi Radio, 640 in Toronto. More show right after this. Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
It is Hi-Fi Radio, Wolfgang Klein, your host, Jack Hartle, in for the cause, partner and co-host to two portfolio managers for the price of one lucky you. Uh, and lucky Wolf, lucky all of us, we have Brad Lamb on the line. Uh, Brad's seen crises before. Brad's a, a veteran in the real estate market. And uh, it's, it's a tricky market, that real estate market. Uh, prices, I believe, uh, are going to come under some pressure. They have to at some point. Uh, no asset class is immune. Uh, we speak, uh, you know, Bradley, in our business of correlations and having non-correlated assets offsetting risk. When you get extreme risk, everything gets correlated to one. Uh, margin calls get tripped. Um, uh, uh, squeezes take place. Uh, offsides uh, are, are, are clearly defined, uh, and people scramble and sell what they can. I believe that's actually one of the reasons why gold has had a tough couple of weeks. You figure, you know, that safe haven will continue to attract capital. Uh, capital has gone to one place and one place only. And that's into the uh, U.S. Treasury uh, market. I don't know how much attention, Brad Lamb, you pay to the U.S. Treasury market, but when I saw yields getting pushed down below a half a percent. Um, boy, did that ever spell of dark days. And a matter of minutes, hours, uh, the 10-year went from 50 basis points to well over 1%, which is important because that's the spread that banks need to make to be able to offer you a mortgage. They will not lend money to anyone if they're going to lose money on that trade. Uh, so that yield curve is very, very important. But uh, can you speak to that, Brad? How much attention do you yourself as a developer pay attention to the curve well i mean i i'm i'm it's it's not it's not something that we look at on a daily basis but but i would say that you know when we get smacked on the head and are told that the yield curve curve has is has uh, inverted then you know that that has historically been um the sign of of bad you know bad times uh recessions perhaps we, we, listen, our industry is entirely based on on uh, the average human being making a decision to buy a home, and it's based on them feeling comfortable about it, that they feel safe and secure in their job, and they feel safe and secure that they're not overpaying and that they can afford to buy it. The good news is about all this is that the inter the interest rates that people are going to be paying for homes uh, or getting for homes uh, when they get a mortgage, it, it's going to continue to come down. Um, there'll, there'll be another uh, reduction at some point in the future, maybe not next week, but ultimately there will be. And interest rates are going to fall to zero in this country, and maybe they'll even fall negative. I don't know. But we, we don't know the extent of what is going to be needed to stimulate the economy back and get it on track and get jobs back. But um, my, my personal thought is that um, you know we have to remain very, very calm and not panic, including buyers and sellers, right? Just remain calm. This is a shutdown period where, where it's probably not wise to make many transactions. It's probably wise to wait and see what happens. Um, but this will pass. And, and, and when it does pass, all of the fundamentals that we saw in our country and in our um, city remain the same. And I think that if there is anything in the way of a negative price, uh, you know, a negative price reaction, which I think could happen short term, it will bounce back very, very quickly. Everything depends on how long this economic shutdown goes on for. Everything is going to rest on that. How many jobs will be lost forever versus weeks, right? It's the forever lost jobs that matter, not the weeks. And we'll have to wait and see. I'll say, I'll say two points. I know Jack wants to get in here, Brad. I'm going to make two points on this. You mentioned real estate made an all-time high a week ago. Isn't it ironic isn't it ironic that the stock market made an all-time high, what, Jack, 30 days ago? 
Yeah, the market it, was ripping and roaring. All, at the start of this year, out of the gate, it just went up and up. And not too high. You know, valuation didn't get excessively stretched. It was like off to a really good start. And then basically March came and it just began to roll over. And then uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with your market. Um, but, Jack, you want to get in here too, right, with Brad? Yeah, just listening to him speak there, um, what he's really relying on uh, over the long term, and you really can't control the, the short-term behavior of individuals, but uh, what he's talking about and the same thing that we rely on when we look at stocks are the fundamentals. Right now, the fundamentals really don't matter. Uh, people talk about fundamentals of a business or the technical. They look at the charts. Those things, you can throw them out the window because right now they look terrible because there's so much uncertainty out there, and it's really investor behavior and fear that is driving this market because there is so much uncertainty. And when investors have uncertainty, certainty, prices go lower. And uh, Brad was just talking about that uncertainty for an individual buying a house is simply what's, do they have a job next month? What's the interest rate going to be, you know, when they actually try to lock in this mortgage? So when you have uncertainty, whether it's in real estate or in equities or in any asset class, prices tend to fall. When you have certainty, prices tend to rise. So we're in a very uncertain environment right now. Like Brad said, there's probably not a lot of transactions that are going to go on in the real estate market at this time. Um, the difference between his market and our market is our market is open every day. So there is a price to transact. So you have to look at it and say, you know, do I really want to sell Royal Bank at today's prices? Or if I look out another six months or 12 months, do you think I'll get a better price when things are more certain um, with jobs, interest rates, earnings? Because right now we got quarterly earnings coming up and no one has any idea um, just listening to analysts, where those earnings are going to end up. So there is a P every day, but no one knows what the E is, and that really makes for an uncertain environment in a very um, in a liquid market that is priced every day. Now, Brad, Brad, I want to throw it back to you here because I want because off air you, you you were suggesting uh, that that I sell uh, anything that that, that could be affected by this uh, coronavirus, and and then you're quite bearish off air, off air with me, which is which I found interesting, and you're a very very wise man. I I, I heed your your wisdom uh, sincerely. Um, I believe. People, no different than you believe, people in this environment should do nothing. Uh, yes, I own a little bit of Air Canada, but I, gee whiz, I'd hate to sell a stock in such depressed levels. And I, I have a call option now as far as I'm concerned. And a call option uh, either goes to zero or goes up a lot. Uh, at such levels, a stock becomes an option. It's optionality on the future, good or bad. Um, you, you have a dire belief that the, the airline industry, every airline stock on the planet is going to go bankrupt. Um, good golly, if that happens, the ripple down effect, sector to sector to sector, it'll take everything correlated to one, uh, including uh, my house uh, and more of the Canadian dollar. It just would be, I think, dark, dark, dark. Um, and when you speak to that, why should we hold real estate and, and, and yet punt stock? Well, let me, sorry, let me, deal with, let me deal with the airline industry. So um, the two biggest suppliers of, of airlines uh, product is Airbus Industries and Boeing. Mm-hmm. Boeing had a, a, a horrendous event take place a few years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, yep. with their with their seven thirty seven Max with the Max, yeah, exactly right. So, so Boeing is now selling at about one sixth of what it was at its peak. There, it's an, and now nobody. I'm going to tell you that all of the planes, all of the airlines in the in the world are parking about half of their planes or more. Yep. That's just what they've announced today. A lot of airlines have announced no more international flights. They're going to park mm-hmm. more than half their planes, okay? They're going to park probably 60 to 70% of their planes. Now, when yep. they go back to, to get back into business, again, and they will, 
they're not going to be able to bring those planes back. So there's going to be a surplus of planes for a long time, which means Boeing's sales will, in effect, be zero. Mm -hmm. Airbus's sales, in effect, will be zero. And those companies will both likely have to get protection. It's mm -hmm. already being talked about that Boeing likely is going to need to get protection. Mm -hmm. So it, it will. And the government will bail them out, but they're not going to give them the money. They're going to, they're going to buy the, the business. And so the people that have equity in Boeing will end up with nothing. It could go to zero. There's equity. It could. I agree. It will go to, will go to zero. But let me, but let me ask this question. Let me, if I may interrupt. Okay. I so let, me, let me see with the airlines. So, go ahead. so yep. I, I believe that the airlines probably will we'll all probably have to get go under protection. They're going to continue operating, but they're going to yep. need a financial bailout like the auto industry. They will survive. Many mm -hmm. of them will survive. Some, some like, you know, Iberia is the carrier for Spain. They have one, right? TAP is a carrier for, for uh, Portugal. They have one. Every country will probably have to retain at least one carrier. But a place like the United States, there's three or four international carriers. They're not going to need those. And some of them will merge and some will go away. And I believe that's going to happen because this is an unprecedented event for hospitality industries. It's worse for them than anyone else. No question. No, but Jack, did you not tell me this week that Warren Buffett, uh, about two or three weeks ago, uh, began buying some Delta Airlines stock? He was stepping in, and that was at much higher levels. Um, the difference, I would say, there is, and Brad is correct, there is going to be a lot of bailouts that are required to, to keep these uh, airlines on life support. Um, what Buffett did back in the, the financial crisis, um, you saw it with Bank of America, you saw it across the financial sector, a number of names. He actually gave them preferred uh, shares, or he got preferred shares, gave them cash uh, to get them through the crisis, and turned out to be very beneficial. So, um, honestly, I'm sure he's a few moves ahead of the game in the game of chess, but uh, yeah, he, was, he had a position before, uh, and I think the solvency of that type of airline, and again, I'm not making a recommendation on it. I just know that uh, when he makes a move, uh, he, he looks more than just one move ahead in the game of chess. Um, being a Torontonian, Brad, um, uh, you see the the importance of the hospitality industry, uh, the, all the new hotels that we built in the city, the importance of the restaurant business. Um, what's your sense? Uh, how long are we going to uh, restrict um, gatherings in restaurants? My, my sense is that it's not going to be it's not going to be too long. I, I think we're probably looking at uh, weeks to a couple of months. That's my personal belief. Right. You are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's a pleasure to have Brad Lamb on the show. Uh, we are uh, distancing ourselves. We are p p participating in a remote broadcast today. It's a unique experience. And uh, well, Brad's even uh, self-quarantined himself as he came back from a nice little vacay in Spain. Uh, please, you stay tuned. We're here for you. It's a show about money. It's a show for you on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Stay with us. There's more shows still to come. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. We are recording the show. Today is Thursday for us. It's Saturday morning for you. I hope you survived the week. It was an odd week, I think, for everyone on this planet. Uh, we have Brad Lamb on the line. Brad Lamb, of course, has a brokerage business specializing in condominiums, and he also develops beautiful, tall buildings across this great country of ours. Um, Brad, again, thank you very much for spending some time uh, with us. Um, Brad, again, let us speak now to open houses. The world's going virtual. Uh, any talk of people willing to list a condo and do virtual open houses? No, I don't think we're there yet. But, but uh, you listen, there is some real estate activity where people are going, not doing open houses anymore, but 
they're, they're doing showing still. Uh, I just want to say this. I think everyone just needs to remain calm. This will pass. As with stocks and real estate, uh, we will return to normal eventually, right? So I agree. panic right now. I agree. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm, I'm reaching out to a friend, and I called you today because I consider you a friend. You're a very, very smart man. So I'm, I'm calling out the smartest people I know right now. And I, I, I mean, that's what you do. You call a friend, and I want someone to hold my hand. I, I too, get, get shaken uh, and stirred, uh, hopefully not at the same time. Um, but I spoke to a neighbor of mine who's a doctor. He's, a, he's an eye surgeon at Sick Kids. And he said, Wolf, how are you? I said, well, I'm you know, quite stressed. It's been a tough run. And I said, doctor, what's your opinion? And he said, well, what happens is as follows. A, a bad situation comes, we don't take it serious until it becomes serious. And that's where we are today. He said, the good news is we are taking it serious globally. Uh, we should be able to flatten the curve. And he said to me, he said, within eight days, because the, the news is going to get worse. The news is going to get worse because we are testing people. He said, but in eight days, we should see a perhaps peak in the curve and perhaps a beginning of flattening in the curve. And I, I, I walked away from that conversation, Brad, and, and, and friends at home. Uh, as the doctor said to me, eight days. He didn't say approximately two weeks or three. He said, he gave me a specific, and that leads me to believe he did some homework on this here. As I think many people in the sciences are. Uh, I'm getting a, a lot of information. It's, it's, it's interesting information. I don't know how to digest all of it. Anecdotal as it may be, I'm also hearing things in Hong Kong are beginning to return to normal. Of course, it's the middle of real estate season. It's a heightened uh, the part of the season. It's a very important asset class to us. Uh, we do have Brad Lamb on the line here. And of course, Brad's advice is, Brad, Remain calm. It'll pass, and exactly. the markets will come back. And and uh, I think you're right. I think that government and their experts are no more than us, and they're advising us to do these this two week or three week kind of shutdown. And I and I think they they fully understand it can't go much beyond that because it'll cripple the economy and it'll cause all kinds of other problems. We should listen to them. We should social distance. We should stay at home if we can. Some people can't. Uh, for work, and and th- this will pass, and and you know we'll look back at this, and hopefully we'll have learned from it to take this stuff seriously when we hear about it from day one, right? Because if we'd all jumped on this January first to the seventh, and and taken action, but nobody knew. Now we know. Yeah, uh, Jack. Final thoughts. I agree with Brad. Obviously, I think we're going to come out of this. And like we said at the beginning of the show, Wolf, uh, the one commonality on every crisis was the fact that uh, you just have to have time. Don't panic. And uh, time tends to solve problems um, uh, for all asset classes. Well, I'm going to conclude with this incredible, uh, the coronavirus is a great equalizer. Uh, We are all the same. (laughs) Rich or poor, the coronavirus is indiscriminate. Uh, My good friends, help one another. Uh, We are here for you. And don't forget about those charities. If you support a charity, you need to continue to do that. Um, Brad Lamb, an absolute pleasure to have you on the show uh, for your wisdom, your your, your sound advice. Uh, And I I agree with you wholeheartedly. We will get through this. We need to mark time. Let's just be respectful of one another and listen to our leaders. After all, that's why uh, we appointed them. Let them do their job. I want to wish you all a safe weekend, and I want to uh, wish you prosperous uh, success and continue to social distance. I'm Wolfgang Klein. Jack Hartle, in for the cause. Brad Lamb, always a treat. Uh, You have yourself a great weekend. You've been listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi-Fi Radio, for the love of money. We'll see you next week.
The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.